A treatment for atherosclerosis and the chronic inflammation in the arterial blood vessels could be entering a critical clinical trial stage that may result in a novel new treatment for heart disease. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, a channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Lawrence Cohen. Dr. Cohen is President and Chief Executive Officer of Via Pharmaceuticals. Dr. Cohen has served as President and CEO since Via's formation in 2004. And before that, he worked nearly two decades in the biotech industry, holding various executive roles, including that as CEO of Xiomix, a proteomics technology company he joined in 1999 as Chief Operating Officer. Dr. Cohen received a PhD in microbiology from the University of Illinois and completed his postdoctoral work in molecular biology at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and the Department of Biological Chemistry at Harvard Medical School in Massachusetts. He joins us today from VIA's offices in San Francisco on Battery Street. Dr. Lawrence Cohen, welcome to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. It's a pleasure to be here today. So therapies that are currently being developed to treat inflammation, atherosclerosis, if you will, could include VIA's lead compound. And if you could tell our listeners about this product and, and VIA and, and where we're headed, um, I think they'll be excited to know that there is yet another way that the biotech industry is looking to capitalize on what is still a, a, a raging problem in this country of heart disease. Well, VIA was started in the summer of 2004 to develop the next generation of medicines for treating cardiovascular disease, and it was based on science that had come out of the Department of Cardiovascular Research at Stanford. And specifically what it was was a very thorough characterization of a large tissue bank of atherosclerotic arteries, which allowed us to identify what the appropriate molecular targets would be if you wanted to reduce inflammation in the vessel wall. Armed with this information, what we did is we went around to pharmaceutical companies and we said, you've been developing anti-inflammatory drugs for other indications for years. What we'd like to do is to take one of your drugs, which you didn't commercialize, that was known to be an anti-inflammatory in man in another condition such as asthma and see if we can't take that drug and repurpose it or refocus it now on cardiovascular disease. So the drug that we have in the clinic is an inhibitor of an enzyme known as 5-lipoxygenase. It inhibits the production of leukotrienes, which are pro-inflammatory mediators that are definitely at work in the vessel wall. It's been in a lot of patients before, and it's been known to be an anti-inflammatory in asthma. And what we're trying to do is to demonstrate in a series of phase two clinical trials that it's an effective anti-inflammatory uh, now in cardiovascular disease, and that that has the ability to lessen, essentially, your chance of having a second heart attack. And so a lot of our listeners are more familiar with the statins, the antiplatelets, the, the blood pressure medications that I think you would say only reduce risk factors of coronary disease, but they don't directly treat inflammation, do they? That's, a, that's exactly right. They may have some side effects, but they don't treat inflammation. So you think about it. We have the number one killer in the Western world, which is cardiovascular disease. There isn't a single drug on the market that actually treats the underlying molecular mechanism of the disease. They're only reducing the risk factors. And so where exactly is VIA right now? And if you couldn't actually name your compound, I assume it doesn't have a brand name at this stage, and sort of where VIA is in the clinical trial process. Absolutely. The drug we're developing is we, we call VIA 2291. 
So at this point, it, it has only a number, not yet a name. We licensed this drug from Abbott Laboratories in Chicago in 2005, and we, start, we thought that Abbott had done enough work on it in asthma that the FDA would allow us to directly go into a series of phase two clinical trials. So let's skip the first phase, which is primarily safety. Let's go into a series of phase two clinical trials. And we began those after meeting with the FDA in the third quarter of 2006. We have three trials ongoing that have interlocking data intended to show that this is an effective anti-inflammatory that works on the vessel wall. Two of those trials uh, have completed enrollment, and we will be presenting the results at the American Heart Association meeting in November in New Orleans of this year. And the third trial is on track to um, be completed sometime in the first half of 2009. And what is involved there? I mean, how many patients have been studied? And for a lot of our listeners who are not, are not familiar with the clinical trial process, give us the, the basically, if, it's, if, if you've gone into phase two, clearly it's, it's showing to be safe. What, what are some of the data that you've already published or already, it's already been available? What has that shown? So, so the drug was developed by Abbott again, and I think it was probably in the early mid-90s. And what they were able to show was that it reduced inflammation and asthma, and their primary endpoint was FEV1, forced evacuation volume 1, and they were showed that basically you could have improvements in breathing taking this drug. So known to be an anti-inflammatory, demonstrated in man, and a lot of that data has been published. When Abbott had it, they called it ABT761, and you can easily find on the web uh, these publications if you just type in ABT761. So we've taken this drug. We are studying it in three clinical trials, probably an aggregate of close to 300 patients in those three clinical trials. The first two trials that are done this year, the sort of the core trial is being done in patients that have had a myocardial infarction, so they've had an acute coronary syndrome event. And we're testing various doses of this drug in those people to determine its ability to inhibit leukotriene biosynthesis, but also to inhibit biomarkers of inflammation, which give you an indication of what's going on at the vessel wall. So it's a dose-ranging trial, and it's also looking for safety. The second trial that will be reported at the American Heart Association is done in a procedure known as carotid endarterectomy. It's probably familiar to most of your listeners, but if you have atherosclerosis in the carotid artery that leads to the brain, one of the accepted therapies is actually surgical removal of the plaque. So you cut down to the carotid artery, you actually cut the carotid artery open, and you physically scrape that plaque out and sew everything back up together again. Because of that procedure, we've been able to study patients who have been on our drug and then undergo a carotid endarterectomy. And what that allows us to do is actually have access to the diseased tissue following treatment with our therapy. And we can make standard biological and biochemical and histochemical analysis of that to see if we've actually modified the inflammatory process in the plaque. So those are the two trials that are reporting out this year. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD, a channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, your host. I'm a reporter with the Chicago Tribune. And joining me today is Dr. Lawrence Cohen. He's the chief executive officer and president of Via Pharmaceuticals, which has a product that is going to be entering next year, final phase clinical trial that treats atherosclerosis, which most folks are familiar with statins as a way to 
treat heart disease, but this is a product that is focusing on the chronic inflammation in the arterial blood vessels. And you did say that a lot of clinical trials were done by Abbott, which sort of begs the question said, hey, if this drug is so good, how come a big pharmaceutical company like Abbott didn't proceed? But I'm thinking it probably falls in the bucket of the fact that a lot of big pharmaceutical companies have to better focus their research on the blockbusters, which opens the door for you guys to take this across the goal line, if you will. I mean, certainly that's that's exactly right. If you think about the strategy in this day and age of, of building a small pharmaceutical company that has the ability or, or has a niche, if you will, can compete with large pharma, which has exquisite resources, what we have to be prepared to work on uh, perhaps take higher risk. And so while Abbott had discontinued their program in asthma in the 90s, at that time, probably the role of inflammation, and specifically this pathway, was not well appreciated for atherosclerosis. And so we've gone back now with current knowledge, and we're sort of relooking at an older drug for a new indication. And if you think about it, all of a sudden, uh, Big Pharma is back into looking at new ways to treat heart disease. So VIA could potentially be on a wave here because a lot of pharmaceutical companies are looking at They're looking beyond statins, which are quite frankly available in cheaper generic form, and they're looking at various ways to treat heart disease, and this would probably be one of the newer approaches, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you can imagine, we try to stay on pharma's radar screen, if you will, so they know who we are and they know know what we're doing. So we've had conversations with all of the major, um, not only in this country, but also international pharmaceutical companies. And I would say that the vast majority, if not all, are very interested in the approach, uh, and many have internal programs. And could you give us the lay of the land here on uh, what areas are being looked at in this treatment area of inflammation? And also, you're not the only company that is is proceeding in clinical trials, but it, it certainly is a competitive situation. There's probably a dozen companies, if you and, and it could be more, but certainly I think it's around a dozen companies that are working in this space. That would include both large pharma and smaller biotechs like ourselves. A lot of people, not a lot of people, but there are a number of programs like ours that are trying to inhibit the production of leukotrienes that are pro-inflammatory mediators. So these are molecules which actually fuel the fire, if you will, of inflammation and keep it going. And then there are a number of companies that are actually looking at adhesion molecules, a class of molecules found on uh, macrophages and other immune cells, which actually bind these cells and bring them to the site of the disease. So there are a number of approaches, but but broadly spoken, I think those are two that have the most activity today. But when will physicians begin to see a, a product like this on the market, and how how will they become familiar with it? I know that per, perhaps next year you'll be doing a broader clinical trial, so some of them may even see it then. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think that there will be a series, one or two, maybe three, of the phase three, the last phase of drug testing clinical trials involving large numbers of patients, many thousands of patients that have been conducted at centers around the world. And so I think as drugs enter that phase of testing, they become much more highly visible. And what about the regulatory process? Um, Is the FDA, are they prepared to uh, address this new category of drugs? I, I, I wouldn't think that there have been any safety issues with these type of products, but let's face it, the FDA is under a little more pressure uh, than it used to be when it starts evaluating drugs as they get in the later stages. Yeah, I think the FDA has taken a very clear 
path and uh, towards the uh, approval of these types of drugs. As you say, safety is key, right? And, and, and so that's obviously as always a baseline, if you will, the drug must be safe. But on top of that, they've taken a very clear position that this drug is intended to reduce myocardial infarctions, heart attacks, stroke, major adverse cardiac events, and so that's what they want to see measured. There are no surrogate measures. You're not looking for the production of, of, of biomarkers or a reduction in those. They really want you to enroll a sufficient number of patients so that you can demonstrate that if you're on standard of care plus your drug, you do better. You have fewer heart attacks or strokes than patients that are just on standard of care alone. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Lawrence Cohen, who's been our guest. You'll be hearing more about his company, Via Pharmaceuticals, as their lead product designed to treat atherosclerosis, which is the result of chronic inflammation and the buildup of plaque and arterial blood vessel walls as this company's product enters its final round of clinical trials in the next year. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.